This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. Welcome, global leaders, to the Global Reach Leadership Forum with Navy veteran, ecclesial leader, entrepreneur, and author, Dr. Pat. Presenting you with critical leadership perspectives from the minds of former military leaders now transforming the face of American business as successful entrepreneurs. Get ready to listen, learn, to lead, and now to enhance your leadership influence on the Global Reach Leadership Forum. Here's your host, Dr. Pat. Hello and welcome to the Global Reach Leadership Forum. I'm your host, Dr. Pat, and today we are talking about transparency. Transparency as a fundamental leadership first principle that we all need to have to be able to excel as leaders. And before my guest uh, comes today, I would like to give you my take on what transparency is. And uh, today we're really going to be looking at a question that uh, may be asked by some leaders in one capacity or the other, and that is, what does transparency mean to me as an organizational leader? And I, I really want to be able to provide some insight into this. And what I'll say is that, well, when you think of a great school science class, if you can remember back that far, right? The notion of transparency in a in, in a in a in a glass beaker, so you could see the solution, or the transparency of the plastic film that that covered the container holding the frog, uh, or, or, or anything like that. You know, now you, you knew very well what that was, wasn't it? It was clear; you could see right through it. There was no ambiguity, no guessing, no anxiety, or no questions asked, right? Well, you know, opacity is the opposite of transparency. And when you can't see through a material covering, a container, for instance, or something that is holding an object, all kinds of conjecture can actually occur. Transparency for the organizational leader is just the same way. It shares the same analogies. Your team must be able to know what you mean and what you say and say exactly what you mean or what you intend to convey. The days of being cryptic and unpredictable and not only and, and, and not being clear on what you're trying to what you're trying to say are, are really gone and, and those days are, are flawed. So what does that mean? It means if you cannot forge or shape expectations for your team so that they know they can take you at your word, then that's a problem. If they come to you one day and you are Dr. Jekyll and then the next day you are Mr. Hyde, they may soon begin to wonder whether you are really who you say you are and portray yourself to be. Ambiguity and an absence of clear expectations of what you stand for, what you are, your values, and what makes a team successful will only lead to dysfunction and discussion behind your back. So it should be crystal clear, black and white, what you stand for, who you are, 
and what the organization's culture is all about. So transparency is, is, is exactly that. And that is your team knows what is going on within the organization and don't have to guess at it. They don't have to wake up one day and fear that they will get to go to work and find out that they have no jobs anymore or they've been fired or they're in a different role altogether in the organization. You have to be blatantly honest and candid about the team's progress, the team's regress, regardless of how bright or bleak that might be. All right, so, 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 so when your team can identify the outcome of a situation and then know that you, you will candidly offer advice, they are likely to produce the desired result that you're looking for in your organization. So I share with you this, and when you ask about whether, you know, what transparency means to you as an organizational leader, because I think it's essential for every leader to have that. You must communicate, and you communicate with the team in black and white. They know there is no ambiguity in your recommendations. There's no ambiguity in your suggestions or expectations. Mm. And, and honesty, because that is really the truth. That is really because you as a leader have to be able to be clear in what you're communicating to them. And they know that you are going to hold them accountable for their actions based on their performance. Therefore, to you, as the organizational leader, it means being the true version of yourself when relating to your team so that you are not misinterpreted, misunderstood, or misinformed. Transparency is therefore essential as an organizational leader to be crystal clear without any ambiguity whatsoever. All right, and introduce my guest to you as uh, we welcome him to the Global Reach Leadership Forum. Oh, I'm excited to be here with a good friend of mine, Mike. Mike Wallace is an awesome, awesome person. Uh, he's a retired Navy captain. Um, he's a native of uh, Brookings, Oregon, and uh, a graduate of the Oregon State University. And he's also uh, the uh, founder of uh, a couple of companies, Cedar River Advisors and Blue Water Advisors, specializing in leading large, complex organizations and delivering excellence while providing corporate mentorship and business oversight, um, also for veteran uh, career progression and mentorship. Mike's uh, near 30-year naval career culminated as chief of staff for the Command of Naval Air Force Atlantic in Norfolk, Virginia, and upon retiring 20. 15, he actually had accumulated over 4,000 flight hours to in, in six different aircraft and over 1,000 career, carrier arrested landings. Uh, Mike joined the South Lake Union Executive Headquarters team of Amazon, leading in the transition risk management system sp space initially. Um, and, and then he ultimately transitioned to the Amazon Air team where he oversaw all aircraft um, acceptances and later give gateway expansions during the startup of this business team. Uh, Mike is definitely an accomplished uh, person and he has a wealth of knowledge to deliver to us. Welcome to the Global Reach Leadership Forum, my good friend, Mike. How are you doing today? Oh, doing well, Pat. Thank you for that very kind introduction. You, you made it sound so professional and uh, to hear it uh, <laughs> said back to you, right? Uh, I know. 
I'll take it. I'll take it all. So thank you. Thank you for having me. Uh, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, Mike, as a naval flight officer, I know there are so, so many things that you learn in the cockpit of a jet that you can also apply in business. And I know that with your you know, extensive leadership and, and wealth of knowledge, you'll be able to uh, help us as uh, transitioning military leaders and budding entrepreneurs learn a lot you know, from you. So I'm delighted to have you um, on this forum here. Yeah. So, 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 Mike. You know, I, I am, I, I am, I am very excited about today's topic. We are talking about really transparency, yeah. and you know, we all need that as leaders these days. Transparency as a leader, and and I, I want to start off by just you know, our conversation going in the direction of how you as a leader uh, were able to show transparency uh, with your team, you know, and how you do it in your career today. What does transparency really mean to you there, Mike? You know, I think, Pat, uh, a lot of things kind of come to mind, right? But, you know, largely being transparent, uh, you want to come across as genuine, right? You want to walk the walk. Right. It really is that simple. Right. I mean, you don't have an agenda. Uh, you have a servant's mindset. Uh, you put the needs of your people and uh, the organization ahead of your own. Uh, but then you have to walk that. Right. You have to deliver that. Right. And, you know, and, and you've seen it right over yes. time. I mean, you can come up and, and you could you know, provide a voiceover and just say, hey, I'm really, really transparent here and I want to be honest with the audience. Okay, you know, that has a superficial kind of uh, a, a reception there. But day over day, week over week, month over month, you walk the walk, right? You align your actions with your message uh, and, and you actually execute on putting the needs of individuals and the organization of people ahead of your own. That's where you get the true buy-in and the true support of the team and the organization around you because you are living transparency, if that makes sense. And I'm really passionate about that, right? I mean, yes. uh, that's, that's kind of part and parcel of what we're doing with Blue Water, right? We're putting the needs of those very, very important individuals that are working their, their career progression, as we like to say. I don't like saying transition, right? I'm not going to turn you into something else. I want you to <laughs> but you know, month over month, right? We put their needs. We're customer obsessed, and we put their needs ahead of ours, and we deliver on that. Wow, that's that's so profound. You know, um, <laughs> you have some keywords in there that um, are very appealing, and I I, I think uh, the idea of helping. Uh, those who are making a career progression is key to this, and you're being honest with them um, is part of that. Uh, but as a founder of Blue Water um, Advisors, advising um, really some top military leaders as they make their progression into the next phase of life, you know, you certainly have to be transparent for them to to really get a, a feel and a trust for what you deliver. Otherwise, they wouldn't come to your uh, your company to um, to ask for um, you know for for some guidance. So, what are what are some things that you would say are uh, just some leadership? Tenants, or let's say, uh, let's say, what ex what exactly would you say is uh, the key to being transparent as a leader when you're making this kind of transition? Uh, is there any particular key to uh, being, you know, being a, a transparent leader that you could probably share with us? Yeah, no, absolutely, right. I mean, one of the questions that that we get, and and I just want to say this this past Wednesday, right? It was. Uh, uh, the 28th, right? We we held our 
seventh uh, cohort, right? Uh, math and public always be leery of doing that, but yeah, we've been doing them since <laughs> January, right? So, um, but I, you know, another superb gathering of individuals, right? As yes. they as they have entrusted us, and we work hard to earn trust with them, yes, yes, right? Because it is a big step in their life. But as leadership, as these leaders approach and and are working career progression. Um, it, it, it is important. And one of the questions that we get is, Mike, how do we convey our value, right? Mm-hmm. We, 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 we don't speak this language going, whether or not they're going to government contracting, defense industry, corporate America, or maybe it's their own entrepreneurial venture that they want to pursue, right? But how do we convey value? And, and one of the things that I like to kind of put out with them, I just said, inherently, uh, you are valuable. And many of them get confused in this, right? And I said, no, you are valuable, right? You bring a set of transitional skills. And and I share with them, I just said, you know, you need to be honest, you need to be open and humble, but be confident at the same time, right? Uh, just recognize you're stepping into one of those potential four swim lanes and, and you're going to be bringing a lot to the table. And I said, Look at it this way. As a hiring manager, if you wanted to come, Pat, and you wanted to work for me at my organization, I can teach you a technical skill, mm-hmm. uh, which, oh, oh, by the way, you know, it's like I said before we got started. Wow, you got a microphone and you're putting the headset on and you got lighting and everything. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, I'm just standing here in my <laughs> office and I just feel so under equipped. Right. You know, but, you know, these are technical skills that can be taught to individuals. But think of the wealth of transitional skills that individuals bring to the table that can't be taught. Okay, so I'm I'm talking about earning trust amongst disparate groups, being a self-starter, understanding leadership's intent, understanding how to build the strategy to support the overall team in accomplishing these goals. Right. These are things that senior leaders who have spent, you know, their life and service have that is so is such a sought after skill because why I can't teach that. Right. I can't teach that in short order, but you're bringing it right to the table. So as a hiring manager, do I want to hire on technical skill or would I rather hire on a best fit? Right. I mean, as I'm looking at that, if I have to choose, okay, you may have a technical skill set, but I can teach this over here. I can't teach what this individual is bringing to the table. And so earning trust, being able to communicate that, knowing your value, it's a big package, right? And we spend a lot of time talking to these individuals uh, as we help them navigate and begin the infancy of their career progression. So it's really powerful. We love it. We enjoy it. And it's a, just a great time. Wow. This is, yeah, this is great. This is great. And you talk about earning trust. And I believe that is essential in any organization uh, to be able to excel. And I would, I would uh, certainly argue also that uh, being in the military with all those years of service that uh, these leaders have had um, and in your own uh your own service uh, as a, as a leader of this organization that you know that you have, you probably have developed some habits, some habits that are essential to excel in an organization like that. You know, as they transition into uh, military serve, I mean, uh, into a uh, private sector. So, what are some habits that you think they need to have? I mean, I'm sure they acquired that in in the military. How does that transition into the private sector? Any particular habits that they have that they they know are going to be essential? Yeah, we, we again, we talk a little bit about this. The first two kind of uh, portions of the curriculum we've been talking uh, about uh, our strategy, right? 
and and then it segues into a market analysis, right? And so there are things that uh, these individuals that are segueing out of their time in uniform, they do so well. And we just point those out. We point and highlight these, these things that they exhibit so well. And one of them is strategy for, you know, think about it, military mind, you know, you have been engulfed in strategy, you understand strategy, right? You, you, you understand how to plan, you understand, uh, you know, working it forwards, backwards here, you know, I can work from an end state or a goal or a target or whatever it happens to be and lay everything in place to do this. And then when these individuals step in, right, to career progression, it's, it's almost as if, you know, they're so anxious about wanting to grab something that, that they forget, yeah. oh, yeah, I should probably have a strategy first. <laughs> well, yeah, of course you should, right? Yes. Absolutely, of course you should. And so, you know, what is your mission? What is your vision? What is the set of priorities that are going to get you to the end state, right, and turn that vision into reality? And, and, you know, truth in advertising, you don't have to live in that world, but a little bit of effort goes a long way, right? Okay. You also spend a little bit of time talking to them about fit, right? And, you know, yeah, I probably say this, and if the guys were here, you know, uh, from Wednesday's curriculum, they would kind of laugh out loud, but I say this like 10 times a day. You know, you have no detailer, you have no placement officer, you have no community manager, you have nobody that's going to manage your career any longer. You're now out of uniform, you're stepping in and you're going to pursue, you know, some kind of business, whether it's government contracting, defense industry, you know, uh, corporate America, uh, perhaps the launch of your own business, whatever it's going to be. You need to understand that that you need to you need to know everything about the environment is that you're you're stepping into right. You need to do your homework because nobody's going to do that for you. Nobody's going to plan your career progression for you, right? But these are great skills that we in uniform that we honed, and they're absolutely applicable to not only to this career progression phase, but absolutely applicable and highly desired. Like wherever it is that you want to pursue, right? Yes. We may have to learn a new language in communicating that. But Pat, I'm here to tell you, it's incredibly valuable. It's incredibly sought after. And, and we just kind of bring it to a higher level of consciousness. And we said, don't change what has made you so successful in life. That is what people are seeking we just need to teach you a different language to be able to communicate that. Does that make sense? I mean, and so we spend a lot of time, yeah, to talking to you about it, and 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 the light comes on, and, and we move forward. It's really exciting conversation. Awesome, awesome, definitely. Hey, and you know what? Uh, I I I think that you know transparency is something that as you exude that, people are able to connect easily with that. But some also have said that uh, it's a. Uh, it's a mess that, you know, it can't really be that transparent. I mean, you just, but you said something that really, really uh, resonates with me. You said it, you have to live it. It's a, it's a way of life. And I think that's what it is. But what is your take on that? Do you think that uh, transparency can actually uh, be, be performed? Is it really realistic? Can you want to be transparent as a, as a leader? Okay. I, uh, I, I, I got a great story. If I, if I, if yes. I can. Share oh, absolutely. It. Absolutely. I mean, so, uh, as, as you alluded to, right. When I, when I went through my own career progression end of 2014, early 2015, and long story short, I landed working with Amazon in Seattle. Yes. And one of the things that is not 
you know, uh, uh, completely common there is what you're alluding to is walking the walk, aligning your mission, vision, priorities and, you know, with your actions. Right. And being transparent as a leader. And, you know, so I had a, a team uh, that uh, that I worked with there and just a super team. And, you know, they're kind of looking at me as a critical eye when I'm stepping in. It's like, hey, who is this Mike guy? Right. And and, you know, one of the things as as the leader, right, is, hey, we're going to all succeed together or we're not. But we're going to do this together. Right. This is going to be a team and nobody fails on the team. And if somebody to the left or right of you is having a problem, the expectation is, is that everybody helps this individual out. Nobody fails here, right? And uh, so much so, you know, uh, across the board in the military, it it permeates into, you know, day-to-day life and your family and everything else, right? When you're getting ready to go on deployment, you do these things. So I remember it was an afternoon where I had an individual approach me, wonderful guy, and he just says, hey, I got an apartment downtown in uh, Seattle, and uh, Mike, can I have the rest of the day off? I've got to move my stuff out of this apartment, and and I've got a a place that I'm moving up kind of north. And I said, all right, yeah, I call a team meeting. I go, everybody huddle up. Everybody's taking the day off today. I've got the pickup truck. We're all going over there, and we're going to move him in one fell swoop together. And everybody looked at me like, you're out of your mind. Like, what are you doing? Like this, you just don't do this. And I go, why wouldn't we do this? Yes. We're one team, one fight together, right? I'm going to walk the walk. I say, we're here for you in all times. Yes. And so, and he's like, I don't know if I want to do this. And I go, man, you can make 10 trips on your own up and down the stairs, or you can bring us all over. I'll buy the pizza and beer and we're going to move you in one fell swoop. And he's like, got it done. Let's go do this. Right. And so there are just small examples like that, right? That that permeates into six months after you're at an organization. And now, you know, you come up for annual promotions and everybody. And now other team leads are looking at me and they're saying, Mike, why is everybody on your team up for promotion? Why is it that all your guys are doing it? How is it that this is this way? And why, you know, and how come not everybody else? And I'm like, this is just how we do this, right? We come together and we work together and we succeed together, right? So if I'm honest with you, Pat, there's not a lot of buy-in that day one because you need to be transparent and you need to exhibit it through your actions. But wow. military individuals, veterans in transition, that's that's our wheelhouse, right? Yes, yes. You know, we put that out, we can articulate that strategy and what we're going to deliver on, but more importantly, then we deliver on it. Right. And that's what I spent a lot of time talking to everybody, understanding your worth, understanding your value. What what business wouldn't jump at an opportunity to have that? Right. Of course they will. We, though, are still just required to be able to learn a new language to articulate it. Right. And that's that's our part of this. Well, that 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 is. uh, Sorry, I didn't mean to digress there. I just kind of throwing that out. That that was good. That that was a good one, because I was going to later on ask uh, you to share any story that relates to that. And you hit it spot on. So we just uh, one one question ahead of uh, ourselves. But that's great. That's great. But you know what? I, I am really thinking that, you know, some people need to be encouraged and and really get some advice and 
in what to do when when you're making this progression because the you know you, you've talked about all those tenants but some are probably thinking man i don't know if i really have the skills to do that uh but what would you say they need to do if they're a little reserved on making this progression because they're not confident in their abilities is there something they need to do uh to be able to really be confident that it, it will happen you have already have the skills you already have the you know the leadership um, what advice would you give to uh, those who are either body entrepreneurs or those who are making this career progression that you're talking about? Yeah, you know, it's it's a fair ask and it's a good question, right? Um, you know, one of the things that we spend a lot of time kind of talking about individuals stepping in is, is well, let me take a step back. Typically, not, not 100% across the board, but, but more often than not, when individuals step into progression, there's two things that they want to do. And don't ask me why. I'm not sure. And, and I lump myself into this thing. First thing is we want to buy a lot of suits or nice <laughs> clothes. The second thing we want to do is write a resume right now. Oh. And, and my opinion is those are absolutely two things that you just don't want to jump into uh, for good reason, right? Number one, uh, I'll use my my own example. I finished a course, it was called a ruling course, which is executive seminar. And, and that was available at the time. And I was appreciative. And I went through this three-day course. And at the end of day three, I went right down to Joseph A. Banks, threw down my credit card, and I bought $3,500 worth of suits because I have uniforms, but I figure I'm going to need suits and I'm going to wear this every day. And so I bought four suits and shirts and ties and everything. I subsequently got hired by Amazon. That entire wardrobe set in the closet and I didn't touch any of it for five years. Wow. <laughs> so... What's the takeaway? Is the takeaway that Mike Wallace hates suits? Absolutely not. No, the takeaway is don't take an action until you know what's required of you. Deep dive the requirements before you just jump in. The second thing everybody brings is I got to get a resume. I get a resume. Mike, can you take a look at my resume? And I said, well, what job are you applying to? And they go, no, 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 Mike, I'm not applying to a job yet. I just got to have a resume. Just take a look at it. And I'm like, well, I can look at it for spelling. I can look at it for format if you want, right? The point is I can't give you the due diligence and the deep dive on your resume until you show me a position description. Now I want to take a look at your resume and say, here's what the hiring manager has asked for. Are you answering the mail, right? And I can, that's, that's the compare and contrast that you really want. So those are the two things that individuals step into. But we also spend a lot of time talking to a Pat about you have to deep dive the industries and the companies and the company profiles, and you got to understand where it is that you're going. You know, I come back to say it again: you have no placement officer, you have no detailer, you have no community manager. All of those responsibilities are on you as the as the transition and the career progression individual. Yeah. So you have to sit down and you do the deep dive. The more deep dive that you understand about where it is you're going your confidence will increase. You're gonna have conversations with individuals who have been there and done that. Your confidence will increase. You will come to the realization that, okay, people ahead of me have gone through this. They've done fine. I will too. Don't misread me. It is a time of stress. There's no doubt about it, but it's manageable. You're gonna have your routine. You're gonna network and you're gonna do your deep dive and homework on where it is you're going and you have a great partner in Blue Water, and we're going to help you navigate this, right? This is how we do it, right? Yes. 
Oh, yeah. wow. This is this is good stuff. I, you know, I am so I don't excited. know about that. I mean, it makes sense to us. No, this is, this is really good. I, I hope, well, you know, for our listeners, I, I hope you're going to come back to this and listen to this because Mike has really given us some really meat here about how easy it will be for you to make that progression. You know, and, and if there's any reservation at all, uh, you got to listen to this again. But but Mike, I, I know when it comes to this transparency we're talking about here, let's say somebody has taken all the tenets that you just shared, they're now in the organization, uh, they're leading, they're comfortable wherever they are, but then they want to create a culture of transparency. And they're thinking, man, how do I do that? Because it's quite a different culture here. That was that was military, that was Navy, Army, whatever that was. And now I'm here in the private sector. How do I create a culture of transparency? Uh, how have you done that in your own organization, you know, so to speak? Yeah, you, what advice you would know, you give them? Pat, I, I'll tell you, it, 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 it really, you don't, don't overthink it, right? I mean, a lot of people may want to overthink this. It's just like the message and the tagline that we put out of Blue Water, people come to us and just say, Mike, why, why should I come to Blue Water? Why are you any different than the other 40,000 organizations across the United States that claim to be, you know, uh, servicing veterans needs out here? And I said, it, it really comes down to this, Pat, we are current, we're relevant, and we deliver our message from a credible source, right? I mean, meaning we've been there, done that. Yes. You don't have to take my advice, but you can't dispute the credibility of it yes. or the currency or the relevancy of it, right? So, uh, when you know, when you're talking about being transparent and, and instituting a culture of transparency, be clear, concise, and communicate your message. Have a mission, vision, set of priorities for the team and the organization, and then deliver on that right? Deliver on that, right? And walk the walk, right? And and do your fair share, right, of the heavy lifting. Put the needs of the people in the organization ahead of you. If there's good news to be shared, it's on the credit for everybody out there. If there's something for the team, right, that, that didn't go right, hey, you know what? I got this. This is on me, right? Be accountable, that's something else that leadership in the military do so well. We understand that, right? If it goes well, it's everybody gets the credit. If not, okay, I'm going to step in. This is my fault. I'm ultimately in charge. I'm leading. This is my responsibility. Over time, and here's the thing, at first glance, at first blush in delivery, outside of the military, most organizations, right, or individuals are not likely to give you that automatic courtesy upgrade. I'm going to buy into this but you have to be consistent over time. Consistent. Over time. And that, that is what drives home your culture of transparency. And then a wonderful thing happens, and I kind of alluded to it, but people will then approach you. Other teams will approach you, right? Day one, when I went to work for Amazon, people didn't understand even probably what the Navy was, let alone what uh, contributions I did. They didn't care. I was fighting the nation's wars out there and been this and that and deployments here and there and doing these kind of things. Uh, you know, there, there is no auto buy into that. But after you deliver results, after you earn trust, after you establish your team's environment of transparency, then a magical thing happens. People approach you and they say, hey, Pat, why are why are you why is your team so different? How is it that you guys are doing this, Pat? Everybody else is struggling this. How are you guys doing so well? And we go, you know, 
This is our this is our culture. This is our environment. This is what we're building here. Now people want to understand. And then the question comes, okay, Pat, tell me, what, what did you do before you got here? That's where it comes, right? That's where it comes. And you get to buy in. But you have to deliver results and you have to create that culture and raise the bar, right? First. That's what we do first. And then you and then you set the hook and bring them in, you know, as you're consistently executing that. Does that make sense? I mean, it does. It does. Yeah. And yeah. and it's just a wonderful thing when it happens because now you know, okay, we're I'm where I'm where I want to be, right? Yes. I'm where I want to be. Consistency, consistency over time. And yeah. I think I have kind of preached that a lot of times because with consistency, people are able to excel. And then it really the proof is in the pudding as a result of that, because uh it, you know it just shows up. Otherwise, it will show up in the wash, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh well that, that that is so true. You know, I, I am I am so glad as we head towards uh, the end of our time here, I, I just I'm quite sure that people would probably want to hear more stories about how you have allowed transparency uh, in the military to help with your practice or what you're teaching now. But is there any big lesson that you you, you want people to take away with as far as uh, how to be transparent or what any story that has just show transparency that has made you who you are today? Wow, it's a good question to try to narrow it narrow it down, right? I mean, I just really come back to the discussion that we were kind of hovering around, right? It really yes. is consistency. Pat, okay. right? It really is, you know, communicate, uh, you know, the strategy, the mission, vision, priorities. Allow your team to buy into that, right? Is very important as well, too. Okay. Um, and not only in uniform, but you are going to find that 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 this type of behavior whether or not you end up back in the defense industry or a government contracting firm or corporate america or wherever it is that 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 your career progression takes you uh this is not commonplace out here right this is not commonplace and so bringing an air of transparency right being open um in fact, you know, we used to do like small things like, you know, when I was an air wing commander, right, we would have staff meetings out there. I would always invite the youngest, newest person from the command to sit in on that meeting. Mm, wow. I mean, think about that. Think about that. You got a room full of six, seven, eight commanding officers, executive officers. I'm there with my deputy. And now we bring in the youngest airman from the staff. And I just said, come on in, have a seat and listen. You want to talk about exhibiting transparency. This young person may not be able to follow the, the conversation what's going on, but the, but the point I'm driving home is, hey, we are one team. You are part of that team. And this is the strategy and development and, and the refinement that we discuss here of the team that you are a part of. We're all part of this team, right? And we've got nothing to hide. I'm open, right? Yes. Come on in. Right. And and little things like that go a long way. And then being consistent in that behavior, it's incredibly, incredibly important because once you get the trust and confidence of your people and your team and they start working together, then then you know what your job as a leader is to get out, to get out of the way, to take yes. a step back. Right. Because they've got it. Right. Yes. Uh, and, and you're right there to support them whenever they need you. But most of the time it's like, hey, you know, Mike, we got this. Right. <laughs> Uh, in fact, I, I will tell you just, I know, I know we're short on time here, Pat, but even at the start and the launch of this effort of Blue Water, 
there are so many tools in the IT and the software development world that I, I would love to be able to tell you that I was a smart enough individual to build these things myself. The fact of the matter is the relationships that you make in a transparent environment span time. I reached back to an individual who was a hire that I made on my air team back there. And I just said, hey, uh, this individual's name is Ben. And I said, I, I, let me bounce something off of you. I need some help. And he was like, Mike, I got this. Just tell me what you want it to do. Tell me how you want this thing to function. Let me build this. And I, I got it for you. Wow. Tell me that's not powerful. Right? It is. It is. That's not it is. powerful. Right. That that years can go by and you yes. can reach back and people are absolutely right there, ready to help. Right. In, in a worthy cause, just because it's you. Right. Yes. And uh, that's the relationship. Right. That's the enduring relationship that we look to forge with our people and our team. Right? This is awesome. I, I have picked up you know, <laughs> leadership. Transparency is about consistency, being authentic with yourself, reaching back to people who you, I mean, the, the example, that last example you gave with that young person coming to sit in, if that's not transparency, I don't know what, you know, what is, because that's exactly oh, right? what we're talking about. Yeah. yeah. But, this no. is great. I, I am so thankful. I think I've learned a lot. I, I think uh, for anybody that's listening to this, please uh, come back, listen to what uh, Michael just said and, and learn a lot more about transparency, more than you probably thought you knew, you know, and, and I'm thankful for that. Well, well, Mike, at this point, I want to be able to give you a chance to be able to talk about, you know, whatever you want people to know about your organizations, you know, how you add and value to people. Um, you do it every day. And uh, I want to make sure that we highlight you. So what, what do you want people to know about you? Yeah, you know, our, the really the big takeaway here is is what I what I want people to understand about our current initiative with Blue Water, right? Blue Water Advisors, BWA, right? We we really are fundamentally engaging on train, uh, you know, changing uh, and updating and amending, you know, that legacy uh, transition experience, right? We we absolutely think we can do it better. We're absolutely dedicated to bringing a you know a current, relevant, credible message. That's focused on the how. I'm not just going to give you know our members a list of what they need to do. We're going to spend time. We're going to deep dive this, and this is how you do this. And when you roll that in with your current, relevant, credible message and our partner and professionals that we bring to the table, we're absolutely fundamentally changing this week over week, month over month. Right? We've been at this now since January. Our throughput is growing day by day. We just had our cohort just this last Wednesday. Our August cohorts on the board behind me, it's almost completely full right now. If you want to sign up for the August 25th, uh, Wednesday, August 25th cohort, you better uh, head to uh, Blue Water, one word, bluewater-advisors.com. Go to the event section and sign up, right? We'll be right there with you, bring you into the family. We have a wide and deep network and we're growing this network one person at a time with the leadership that comes through our door. We together we can fundamentally change, you know, how we do this, right? We can do this and we're really passionate about it. Awesome. Thank you so much, Mike. Well, I'm excited to be able to be right there with you and uh, we'll be glad to make sure that people are aware of it. Yes, definitely. So here we talk on the Global Reach Leadership Forum on all kinds of leadership topics. And today we did talk about the essence of transparency and other topics. Uh, We also have that in our book, 52 Essential Qualities and Attributes of Organizational Leader, How to Transform Your Leadership Habits in 52 Weeks. We look forward to seeing you again on this forum. 
Take care, be well, and remember to lead the change. Bye. Well, global leaders, thank you for listening to this episode of the Global Reach Leadership Forum. If you have learned something today, please like us on Facebook. Visit our website at www.globalreachleaders.com to leave a comment or a question and share this episode with others. Until next week, remember to lead the change. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.